0: We are recapping on Sunday, the 5th of July's message. We are recapping on that. So, uh, let's do this. Boom, baby, Pastor C here from Kingdom Builders Ministries under the watchful eye of our senior pastor and leader, Pastor Vernon Orenser. And you have tuned in to another awesome, awesome, awesome uh, episode of the Building the Kingdom Q&A podcast. Awesome episode coming up. um, And, you know, I'm just so thrilled with you guys that are tuning in. And way to go for supporting this podcast, for supporting the ministry, for supporting Pastor on this journey and on this vision. This great thing that the Lord has given him to do to build the kingdom uh, is not an easy job. It's not an easy task. Uh, it's not an easy work to do. And he's busy about it. He's doing what he needs to do. And I'm I'm so thrilled with all of you that are, are hooking into the vision, um, and catching the vision of the pastor of of getting behind it, getting in with him, and getting the job done. So this is a big shout out to all of you that are doing what is necessary to make sure that the vision comes to pass. If you're anything like me, when I first met Pastor, I had no vision. I was visionless. I was spiritually blind, um, and I had to learn what vision was. And so without a vision, I joined a man with a vision, and his vision became my vision. If you ever want to know somebody, let me help you with this. If you ever want to know somebody, don't study them. That's a terrible idea. Don't study that person. What you need to do is study their vision. Study their focus. Whatever they're focused on is going to determine what they become because a focus determines creativity. I'm going to say that again. Your focus will determine your creativity. So whatever's coming out of you is based upon what you're focused on. If it's probably because you're not focused on becoming a good mechanic and learning the skills that go along with that. If you're a doctor and you're a creative, good surgeon, it's probably because you have focused your energy and your attention on becoming the best. And you're always uh, doing what is necessary to become good at your trade or your skill. So when you wanna know somebody, it's very important that you don't focus on the person that you're trying to know. You focus on th- their their focus. You, 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 you look at their focus and you're determining who that person is based upon their focus. And so if you wanna walk with somebody, it's one thing to know somebody, but if you wanna walk with somebody, it's important that their focus becomes your focus, but you become uh, consumed by what has consumed them so when like for pastor you look at him his focus has consumed him he's consumed by his assignment uh, and that is why he does what he does that's why he responds the way that he responds that's why everything is happening the way that is happening if you want to walk with your man of God his vision needs to become your vision uh, making sure that what God has called him to do, that becomes what you're called to do. That's what it is to walk with a man of God. And it's very, very important that you learn these two principles. It's been the learning process of my life. I'm still learning that process uh, as a keeper of the flame, as a support system to the anointing and to the man of God uh, and to our pastor. Uh, it's something that I learn every day and that I have to keep in the, in the front of my mind is, I focus on what you're focusing on. Uh, I help you to 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 get the vision accomplished. Uh, your vision is my vision. Uh, it, you can't have two visions. You can't have two visions. Uh, two visions is division, it's division, it's division, and that's going to cause a tear apart in, in whatever endeavor that you're trying to accomplish. You need to have one vision, one focus, and if you, were like I said, if you were anything like me, I didn't have any focus, I didn't have any vision, so I joined another man's vision, and his vision became my vision. And I believe everybody that's uh, connected to and called to Kingdom Builders Ministries International, that is the process that we're going through. And that is part of the process and the assignment that is on this podcast is learning how to do that. Now, one of the ways that we do that, and I want to I just be very clear on this. Well, on our Monday morning podcast, our Monday podcast, what we've decided to do is to go over what pastor has preached on a Sunday. Why do we do that? We go over what pastor has preached on a Sunday uh, because that's the word that has been given. That's the bread in the temple that has been laid out that needs to stay fresh for the next seven days. So we go over what he has preached. I am not trying to go find some other revelation. I am not digging in other places of the word. I am digging where pastor told me to dig. He said, dig there. You'll find the best stuff. That is it. That's where God has us right now. So I don't listen to evangelists so-and-so on TV and preachers so-and-so Uh, over here. My pastor is Pastor Vernon. So I'm digging where he tells me to dig. I often get this question. I get this question. They say, Craig, how do you study the word? This is exactly how I study the word. I take what pastors preach on a Sunday. I write down my notes. I write down um, the scripture references. I go back to those scripture references And I begin to dig through those words and look in my concordances and dig a little bit deeper. I go over the revelations and the things that stood out to me in the message. Not everything stood out. There was one or two or three or four things that I have a list of things that have stood out to me in the message. And I go over that. And every time I meditate on it, there's something that will be added to what I have learned on Sunday So Monday, there's a different conversation. Tuesday, the conversation grows. Wednesday, the conversation grows. I pray my way through this process. I speak to the Lord about it in my own uh, sort of quiet, uh, quality time with the Lord so that that revelation is growing. The Lord will then begin to speak to me uh, in his own determinations, in his own processes. He'll do that. And so by the time the next Sunday rolls around, uh, the conversation is just conti- its just a continui- continuation of the conversation. It's not a whole brand new, oh, where was I type of thing. I have to go back to where I was. No, no, the conversation has been continuing all week long. I've been eating all week long from that same word. And now I'm just, cont- the conversation, it's like there was no break. There was no s- break between the conversation. There's no ad break, no, uh, we'll be back right after a word from our sponsors. None of that's going on. We're just, the conversation is just continued. It's like we never got up from the church that we were in. We never got up from our seat. We just stayed there, and the conversation continues to grow. And he, let me put it to you this way. Scripture says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Notice the word proceeds. There's a proceeding word. Man shall not live by every, by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. The word proceeds. There is a word that proceeds uh, the one that came yesterday. And there, it, this word that I'm getting today precedes the one that I'm going to get tomorrow. So I need to live in that place of meditating upon the word. Set a few moments aside every day. Get down to your Bible, to your notebook. Pray, open up in prayer, and begin to... Practice a conversation with the Lord based upon the Word of God. The Word of God is the common ground that we have with the Father. The Father in heaven is spirit, John 4, 24. He is spirit. Jesus, his son, is is and always will be a man. Uh, He is spirit and uh, mankind. The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And the Spirit of God, who is now representing and governing uh, co-governing the earth with us, he is here and he is all spirit as well. So the only the, the common ground that we have with God is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son of Man. He's the common ground. now any relationship any relationship requires common ground. If there's no common ground, there's no basis upon which to build that relationship. The fellowship that happens on the common ground determines the strength of the bond of that relationship. So our common ground with God the Father and God the Spirit is God the Son, Jesus Christ uh, of Nazareth, the Son of God, the Son of Man. He is the common ground. Now, who is Jesus? Jesus. Jesus is the Word. So the common ground that we have with the Father is the Word of God. So the conversations that we have with the Father are Word-fueled. We, we meet on the common ground of the Word of God. What Word of God? The Word that was ministered on a Sunday is the Word that becomes the common ground, the basis of the relationship. That, that, that's why you need to connect to a pastor. You cannot be a free agent. There are lone rangers don't survive in the kingdom of God. You need to connect with a ministry. You need to get under the covering of a man of God. And you need to hook in. Because if you don't do that, this kind of conversation that we're having now can never happen. There's no common ground. Very difficult relationship with the Lord. It's going to be up and down. There is no established rock-solid, safe place for you to be able to build a relationship with God without having a man of God that's covering you and taking you. That was a lot. I gave you like a lot of gold right now. You should listen to this once or twice over again because that's a lot of really good information that can really bless your life if you do what I'm saying. Do so. I want you to go over there a couple of times. I want to quickly... Uh, And I'm going to include uh, the notes, my Sunday notes, uh, in the email that you'll be getting. But let's just really discuss quickly um, the message on Sunday. Pastors' uh, title was Move, Mountain, Move. And he was telling us that change must come. Now, here's the thing. The challenge to change, this is what I wrote down. The challenge to change causes offense, when, when when you're challenged to change it is the, it has the ability to cause an offense the word for offense there is bait stick there is a story about a monkey they can they take a monkey and if they in Africa if they want to trap a monkey they put uh, a bait stick something that the monkey would like a um, a piece of fruit or something and they stick it in the, a, a hole in a tree or in a cage or in a trap and the hole is just small enough or just let me put it to you this way, large enough for a monkey to squeeze his little hand. If he shapes his hand just right, he can squeeze it, just just get it into the hole of the trap or the tree and grab the bait. But the problem is, once he has made a fist in grabbing the bait, it's it's, the, it's his hand has become too big to get it out of the trap, out of the tree, and he's stuck. And... For all the life that is in him, he will not let go of the bait. He will not not let go of it. You can beat that monkey over the head. He will not let go because he's grabbed a hold of the bait stick. And he won't let go. He's stuck. He's trapped. Now, the word for offense is the word bait stick. The bait, the thing that you've grabbed a hold of that you can't get free from. Because you're holding on to it. It's, it's the word scandalon. It's where we get the word scandal from. It's the thing where pastor says, I want you to support Israel. But all your political uh, mind sets uh, say no. And you grab a hold of an offense. And you say, how can he tell us to do this? Particularly in South Africa where uh, we have all this uh, political uh, uh, thing going on around us. And you grab that. Instead of saying, hey, that's a man of God. Uh, I've stuck my hand in and I've grabbed uh, the challenge to change, the offense. I've grabbed the offense. I've grabbed the scandal on. And I won't let it go. So much as the enemy is beating me over the head, I won't let it go because I'm grabbing an offense. And I cannot cannot change. Instead of saying, wait a minute. I'm not going to go after that bait. I'm challenged to change here. The old me would have stuck his hand in and taken the bait and gotten caught. The new me is saying, yes, I feel offended. And I'm talking about any topic that pastor preaches on that causes you to, to become uncomfortable. The new you needs to say, whoa, I am going to listen to that thing over and over and over until I find the point of offense. And then I know that's the thing that needs to change. That's, that's the me that needs to change. Pastor's preaching, he's the oracle of God used in this corner of the vineyard. I am called to this man. God has called me to this man of God to listen to what he has to say because he's trying to effect a change in my life. And so I need to listen to it. And if an offense comes, that's not God that needs to change. Pastor's preaching as the mouthpiece of God. So when he gets up there, he's speaking the word of God. So it's not God or pastor that needs to change. Something in my life God is trying to change. And He's so merciful. He's so merciful. God is so great and so powerful that He sends a man of God to minister from the Word of God that I can identify something that's causing uh, pain and, 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 uh, and um, uh, discord and disharmony in my life. He sends somebody that will preach the Word of God. That's mercy. That is mercy. That is grace that God will send a man of God. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it bites when something comes from the pulpit and you go, Oh, God, I need to change this thing. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I've got to go. But that's mercy. Because if God left it and didn't correct you and didn't challenge you to change, what would you become? What has the enemy got lined up for you? What trap has the enemy set up for you that you would fall into? Had you not made this change, you have to make those changes. And to have a man of God that is bold enough to tell you the truth, even though he might get hated for it, now that is the grace and the mercy of God. That is truly God's grace. Now, pastor went on to speak from John 5, the man at the pool of Bethesda. He had to change his response. Jesus asked him, uh you know, would you want to be healed? And he said, no, but there's nobody to put me in the water. So he had to change his response uh, in order to qualify for the miracle. And pastor said this. He says his response gave him access to the miracle. Isn't that awesome? His response gave him access to the miracle. And access is the door. We've been talking about we're at this effectual door. So something about our response to Jesus, our response to the word needs to change. Now, that in itself can be an offensive statement. But yes, we need to change how we are responding to the Word because that will give us access to the miracle. Woo. Pastor preached me into a happy place yesterday. Mark five twenty-eight 28-29, the woman with the issue of blood. She had to change her position. She was locked up in a house 12 years. She's been suffering 12 years. She's been spending money on physicians. And 12 years, no results. She had to change what she was doing. You can't do the same thing over and over and over and expect different results. That is the definition of insanity. You need to be able to say, this is not working. Let's do something that does work. And she had to leave her home. And she had to go. And it was was really challenging because she could have been stoned for leaving her home as an unclean woman. And she had to press through the crowd all the odds were stacked against so her, yet she still took the risk. That is a requirement to change. She said, mountain, move. Now, here's the thing. Both these guys, uh, the man at the, the, at the uh, pool of Bethesda, the woman with the issue of blood, had a mountain standing in front of them. That mountain is the mountain of change. It's this thing where we're not willing to change. I'm, if you want to get a mountain out of the way, if you want to... Get the mountain out of the way. It's going to require change. You can't just talk to this say hey mountain uh, Move, but you don't change the reason why the mountain doesn't move when you speak is because you don't change if Something changed in you something about the way that you speak to this mountain or deal with this mountain would change The mountain would move the only reason why that mountain is still standing is there's something that you haven't learned the way to move the mountain He's not might not It's by the spirit. It's wisdom that'll cause you to move this mountain. So, blind Bartimaeus, Mark ten, uh, he had missed an opportunity, but God brought the opportunity back to him. Now, this is something. This next statement was super powerful. The quality of my life will change based uh, and based upon and depending on who I am listening to. That is super true. That is uh, just awesome truth. That the, the, the basis and the quality of the change that happens in my life. Let me read that again. The quality of my life will change based upon and depending on who I am listening to. The greatest determining factor that determines your future is determined by the people that you spend time with. It's called the law of association. It's super, super powerful. Then Pastor finished off by saying change is not alterations and adjustments. Change equals metamorphosis. Metamorphosis is a change in structure, form, and substance. The literal DNA needs to change. Everything needs to change. Now, this is tough. I know this is tough, but it's super important. That's why when we come into the presence of God, we say, and we quote the scripture, and we say, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What is the new? God made him to be sin who knew no sin. That's Jesus. Jesus didn't know any sin. And he made him to be sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You've been made the righteousness of God. You're not a sinner trying to be righteous. No, 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 no. You're righteous. You're not trying to get free from sin. You're not tr- you are already righteous. You're the righteousness of God. That's the metamorphosis. That's the change that has happened. So now now that we've gone over this stuff and we've been listening, I want you somewhere along the line again, write some of this stuff down. Write the scripture references down. Go in your Bible to what we have discussed. Mark 10, Mark 8, I think it was, John something or other. Go over it. Go over it. Go over it. Underline it in your Bible. Write down your notes and then tomorrow the same, and Wednesday the same, Thursday the same, Friday the same. Go over it so that the conversation on Sunday is not a jarring reorientation. It is literally the conversation is continued. That way you'll find you go from faith to faith, grace to grace, glory to glory. That's how you do it, is the proceeding word. Now, I'm gonna with you, I'm with you on this 90-day challenge of changing the world. This is the fundamental basis of how to change your world. This is everything stems from the foundation of the Word of God. That is the chief cornerstone of your life, is the Word of God. And if you will set that up as the rock of your foundation, the rest of the change will come naturally. It will be a natural course of change. It will be much easier than trying to change you. We change from the inside out, not from the outside in. Don't change your behavior because you're going to have to change behavior, change behavior, change behavior. And the core, the inside, the you that is you never changes. That's not the point. If the inside changes through the word of God and through through uh, uh, just uh, consuming the word of God and making it your foundation, the outer change happens naturally. Okay. So that's the 90 day challenge. We are so we like cruising through halfway here. We're on our way to halfway. So, guys, this is. We're learning. I'm learning with you. I'm part of this process with you. I'm not out here going, oh gosh, I got to turn back and talk to these people. No way. I'm learning with you. Your responses have been phenomenal. The emails that are coming in, the encouragements that are coming in, people just saying awesome things and wonderful things and just encouraging us to keep going. We're on a 365 day publishing challenge, and I'm being really challenged to be able to get something like this out there consistently. For the next 365 days. I'm on day 16. I think it is. Uh, and it, they say it takes 21 days. To establish a habit. So once we get in. We're going to just keep going. And see where the Lord wants to take this. But I believe that we're on to something here. Because right now. While I'm talking to you. I'm just feeling the presence of God. I'm just feeling the wonderful pleasure of God. Uh, and the anointing of the spirit of God. While I'm talking to you. So. That is, a, it's just an amazing experience to be a part of all this. Yesterday, I seem to ha- I don't know, it was either Saturday or Sunday, I seem to have gotten the wrong podcast out on the email, uh, and it went to Facebook. I, I try to change all of that, and I hope it's all taken care of. Um, it's a very important podcast, so I want you to get a hold of that and listen to it, um, and then obviously today we'll send out, and you would have gotten this one, but it's also on Facebook. Uh, hit us up with a few comments there and try to start up uh or bring some people in on that. Um, send out the link www.craigven.co.za to anybody that has not subscribed to the newsletter to be able to get these podcasts and get the very, very important letters. There's a letter coming from Pastor. This week he's going to be sending out a newsletter from him, written from him, that is just going to be encouraging us based on where he is with the Lord right now. It's, it's something really to look forward to. It's going to be amazing. And a lot of such things, we're in our 21 days of fasting and prayer. On Wednesday, it's going to change. We're going to a Daniel fast on sort of, excuse me, not Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be changing Daniel fast. Um, But we're also at 5 a.m. prayer. If you've not been able to uh, hook into that, please, please do. 5 a.m. prayer. You'll get it on on Facebook Live uh, on our page, or you can Hook in on the Zoom meetings at our at our ID. That's also on the Facebook page, KBM International. You'll be able to get it there and be a part of what you do. I know, I know, I know I went a bit long on this podcast. I know I did. Uh, but I think there was some really good stuff uh, that the Lord was imparting. Uh, we led well, or we lead well.